What's better than this? Guys, being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. Presented by Locked On, it's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network. And we are your hosts here on this Thursday episode of the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Pepsi. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch this season. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for watching football. Kyle, happy Thursday to you. Happy Thursday. We have football on our televisions for the next four days. Beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. There's, there's, there's a fr- Friday. There's a Friday. Yeah, Louisville and Georgia Tech. That's right. Saturday, Sunday. Oh, you, did you forget about Monday Night Football? No. Five. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, my God. I'm an idiot. I'm so stupid, Joe. <laughs> what Gosh. is that from? What is that from? God, did I'm so stupid. I, I can't oh, tell you. You got to figure it out. I, okay, but real quick. And then there's a Wednesday game next week. So we, if we could just uh, get through Tuesday. Yeah. Wednesday, Tuesday. Coastal, Coastal Carolina in Louisville. Wait. The shot that clears are back. <laughs> in they, play, they play seven days a week. They do. <laughs> and then, yeah, so this is great. Oh, look at, next, look at this game next Friday. BYU-Houston. Oh, let's, let's go. go. On the road. Zach Wilson, first-round quarterback. Let's go. You know what I really struggle with? You can get into Texas A&M. You know, this is when, when we pull up the college slates, I always like looking at the ticket prices. Obviously, today's a, this year's a weird year for ticket prices, right? Yeah. You can get into number four Florida at Texas A&M for 85 bucks. Does that seem like a good deal to you? You can get into the Red River rivalry for $97. Mm-hmm. Arkansas at Auburn is $203 for the cheapest ticket. The hell are we doing here? <laughs> I I guess maybe because it's Auburn. We, we've driven through Auburn, uh, Alabama. We have. <laughs> That's the biggest attraction you're going to find. I understand, but two hundred three dollars. <laughs> I got two ranked teams playing in Florida and Texas A and M, and I get a better right. team to watch, and it's less than half the price. Well, you can you get feels- into you can get into a top ten matchup this week for under hundred bucks. Miami How- and Clemson's ninety nine dollars. How important is it to you and your bucket list to go to Kyle Field and, like, take a picture? With the sign? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's up there. Got to get – I would I, – I've never been – dude, first of all, I've never been to Texas, let alone go to a football game in Texas. So I've, I've been to this, Dallas, Fort Worth area. I want to do this bad, man. I want to I want to get to Texas. I've never Next been year? There. Next year you want to go? Yeah, I thought we were going to go this year, but – Well, know. yeah, that's that, not going to happen. Texas and A&M and Florida would have been a hell of a game to get to. It would have. Yeah. God, all right, let's put it behind us. Okay. Dwayne Haskins has been benched. This is dumb. This is very dumb. This is dumb on a number of fronts, too, Joe. I'll let you speak on this first. Well, where I want to start is where I originally kind of had a read on this situation was go into the year with Kyle Allen as your starting quarterback. He has – several years of experience with Scott Turner and you have a really difficult off season to install a new offense. So at least have your quarterback as a guy with familiarity in the system and give yourself a chance, right? I thought that was going to be their plan. And then you bring in Haskins whenever he's ready. Nobody would bat an eye. It would be fine. Well, unfortunately, somewhere along the way, Dwayne Haskins did something to earn that job. 
that made you believe, yeah, Kyle Allen knows the system, but our best chance is Dwayne Haskins. So we're going to start him. We're going to roll with him. Now you're going back to the exact thought process that I had going into the year. Well, Kyle Allen knows the system, and that gives you your best chance. Well, then why didn't you just go with that from the beginning? And there's no returning from this. There's not. There, there's really there, no precedent there, for that. There is, but it's not going to go well, right? It's like, what, what is the damage that's done to Dwayne to play him, bench him, and if you decide to bring him back, like, as you said, it's unprecedented for that to happen. It'd be even more unprecedented for him to get benched and then come back and become a successful quarterback right. for that team. Right. That's, that's what I meant was unprecedented. You just don't see that happen. And what's weird is they benched him coming off his best performance of the season. He was 32 of 45, 314 yards, 90 quarterback rating, ran for a touchdown against Baltimore. They lost by 14. They scored 17 points. But against Baltimore, threw for 314 yards, did not turn the ball over. And they benched him off of that? Why? <laughs> and what's even more dumb for, the, for me from this perspective, if you were going to have this short of a leash with Dwayne Haskins this year, yep. and you're picking number two in the draft, yep. why didn't you pick a quarterback? Now, yep. I understand there's some speculation about you know, this being more than just a football decision uh, from Ron Rivera, who is very notoriously a no-nonsense kind of guy, right? And mm -hmm. Dwayne, the lasting image for me that I got a chuckle of was last year when they won their first game with Dwayne as a starter, they got the ball back and they like went to take knees and like they had to send the backup in, I think, didn't they? Because Dwayne yes. was, he, he was taking selfies up against the, the, the edge of the stands with the fans and they, they had to send the victory formation out and Dwayne didn't have his helmet. He wasn't ready to go. So like that kind of, if that's, how he's always carrying himself. I could see that causing some friction with Ron, yeah. right? We don't know that because we don't see that from the outside. But if you hear people say, oh, well, this was more than just a football decision for Ron, you had an evaluation period since you came in there to get to know Dwayne. And if you knew there was going to be some, yeah. uh, man, uh, yep. I, it's, what is the opportunity cost of having the number two draft, seeing Justin Herbert fall out the way that he is to a tongue of a low, we, we both thought the world of as a draft prospect. Washington could have had either one of those two guys. If you knew Dwayne wasn't going to be your quarterback, you had a silver platter coming in to take one. You ever watch the YouTube uh, show, How I Spent My First Million Dollars? Yes. Tua recently did his. It was really yes. interesting. Yes. Well, I watched the one with Dwayne Haskins at uh, some point over the summer. And I, obviously, it's not, it's not fair for me to like have my entire perspective of Dwayne Haskins based on a YouTube video like that. But when you combine that with the, the selfie thing, you, you kind of get a feel that maybe he's got some growing up to do. And from Ron Rivera's perspective, who's a really buttoned-up guy, I mean, this is a guy who benched Cam Newton because he didn't wear a tie. Uh, on the plane, which is, was like one of his rules, right? Like a super buttoned up guy, right? 
that maybe he thought that, bet, that what I need to do is kind of take some things away from Dwayne and, and see if this will be a, a turning point for him in his career. The problem with that is that we just don't see this happen and, and it, turned, it turned back around. It never comes full circle. You never see the first-round pick win the job, get benched, and then come back and be successful. We've, we've really never seen that. And so as much as Ron may think this could be a, a big wake-up call for Dwayne, you know, I, I think this is kind of sinking the ship when it comes to, to Haskins, and you make a good point. If this was how short the leash was and that number two pick for as great as we think Chase Young's going to be, you, you second-guess it. And this, the next thing that I'd like to bring up here is just that the expectations for, for young quarterbacks is extremely high. And the thing about that is is they're typically going to situations that are not ideal, right? A team that has a coach that has to prove everything in one year or a brand new coaching staff that is taking over for a bad situation, right? It's just, there's a lot on their plates for them to come on and, and perform well. And that just doesn't always happen. And, and so these expectations are so high. They're so difficult to meet. And sometimes these guys just never really get a full opportunity to develop. And as much as, you know, I, I want to see Tua right now. I really do. I, I, I want to see him play so bad for completely selfish reasons because I liked him as a prospect and, and I've seen Herbert and Burrow, you know, really play well. And I want to see Tua, right? And I'm not even a Dolphins fan. But I can, I can kind of understand where Brian Flores is coming from. As frustrating as it is to be, you know, let's be honest, one and three and, and rolling with Ryan Fitzpatrick. And it feels like just play freaking two, at least make it interesting. I get it because the expectations are so high and until you really feel comfortable with him being ready to meet them and the way people live and die with every damn thrill a young quarterback makes, I kind of get it, man. Can you please explain that to the people that are now calling to a Marcus Mariota 2.0 because he doesn't have the starting job right now? Listen, I want to a man. I want to see him play. But it's just how it is, dude. I, I lived it with Josh Allen for, for a long time. Just it's, it's not even game to game. I said this in our scouting meeting yesterday. It's not game to game. It's not like four games at a time to four games at a time. People live throw to throw with these rookie quarterbacks, these young quarterbacks, man. And um, it's exhausting. It's, it's unbelievably exhausting. The only thing more exhausting than like searching for a quarterback and like going through the discussion of who you want, who you don't want, and all that type of stuff is when they actually start playing and you're sitting there on pins and needles hoping they look good on every damn throw because if not, here comes the criticism. Here comes the gifts. You know, goodness gracious, man, it's exhausting. You know what else is hard? What's that? Shopping for auto parts but not with our friends at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business who's been providing auto parts customers with high-quality service online, Joe, for the past 20 years. So whether you're looking for new carpet, brake lights, motor oil, engine control modules, whatever, for either your classic or daily driver, rockauto.com has everything you need in one easy-to-navigate catalog, and in just a few clicks, you can get everything you need delivered directly to your front door Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are the same for both professionals and do-it-yourselfers, so why would you shop anywhere else and spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So visit rockauto.com for all of your auto parts needs. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you, and you can get everything you need in one easy-to-navigate place. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all of the parts your car will ever need 
at rockauto.com. Visa knows that local businesses are the heartbeat of our communities, whether they're our corner stores, our coffee spots, or our favorite shops. Local local businesses have always been there for us. They remember our orders. They call us by name. They're always giving back, making a difference, and going that extra mile to support us and our community. And right now, more than ever, local businesses need our support. So now it's time for us to return the favor. The next time you go shopping, make the choice to shop at a local business and look for the contactless symbol and tap to pay with a contactless visa to help support your community. Because where and how you shop matters. Visa. Everywhere you want to be, official partner of the NFL. Kyle, we have our first coach to be fired and general manager. (laughs) On the same shot. (laughs) All in one shot. Mr. Bill O'Brien. He ran this thing into the ground, and now he's fired. Listen, future Miami Dolphins Ring of Honor member, Bill (laughs) O'Brien. Got their first and their second round pick, man. Good <laughs> this gracious. Year. After getting a first last year. And a three, or was it a four? Oh, and we also got Julian Davenport, who's probably going to start left tackle for the Dolphins this week, which is not great. But it's neither here nor there. Jackson Hurt, yes or no? Yeah, he had a foot thing that came oh, okay. up, and he was right. in and out of the game a couple times. He didn't practice on um, oh. on Wednesday. So we'll see. He yeah, may end up playing, but, you know, the the in and out of the game twice and then a – did not participate on Wednesday doesn't have me feeling good. Yeah. So well, where do you want to start with the Bill O'Brien stuff? I mean, do we really need to sit here and talk about how the sink, the, the ship has been sunk or kind of talk about what's next for Houston and, uh, you know, I mean, I think what's been a little bit of both. Oh, um, I mean, <laughs> maybe you want to talk about the stuff in the past. I think the most immediate, fallout has been interesting about how the reports about him losing the offense and J.J. Watt having an altercation with him and the comments that J.J. Watt has made sense about how he's excited for the fan base to, in the team to reunite a little bit and, and those types of things. But, yeah, I mean, there's a heck of a narrative here. And it's interesting because, like, before this four-game stretch, again, four out of the last five AFC South championship games – 11 wins, 10 wins last year. I mean, like, he's, he's had on-field success. Did, did you hear what Richard Sherman had to say about this? I did not. Did you see he's doing a podcast with Chris Collinsworth? No, that's extremely random. I had no idea. Yes, and it's, like, really neat. So, Richard is talking with Collinsworth, and, and he was talking about the Bill O'Brien firing stuff, and he was talking about uh, the slew of moves that he made, you know, the, the trade for Tunsil and the trade of Clowney. And they still had guaranteed money to pay Clowney. So they were paying him $7 million last year to play for somebody else. And he just kind of went like really in depth regarding kind of the general manager missteps. And that's where I would, you know, I'm not going to talk about too much of the Houston snafu, but more so, you know, you talking about where it goes from here. Some of what Richard had to say was really applicable because it's, opportunity cost it's it's assets that have been missed because of mismanagement uh never mind overpaying for Tunsil and and hardly getting anything at all for Davion Clowney Joe I wrote a piece on October 22nd 2019 and the title was anti-draft philosophy poses unique challenges for next Texans GM so (laughs) 
this was before we knew they were just going to give unilateral control to Bill O'Brien on all fronts. But you looked at what Houston was spending at the rate that they were spending it at. And you obviously now apply this to this hiring process for Houston. Like this team's going to be bad. Like this is, this isn't even like a Seattle Seahawks situation where Russell can carry a team to nine or more wins every single year, no matter what, because the offensive line, Deshaun's getting sacked at the highest rate of any starting quarterback in the NFL. The defense is abysmally bad. Like, and Seattle's in that same boat, but Seattle also has elite skill players in DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and a good running game to lean on. Houston has neither of those things. So good luck to whoever they're going to sell this job to. Because that person has to know coming in, I'm going to have to tear this down before I build it back up. And it's going to get ugly for the rest of this year and for 2021 for Houston. So, they're going to hire a new coach. I mean, at the end of the year. McNair said they're going to hire a GM first. Which, good is to me, is the right order. Um, But I have to think that there's some... There's some understanding that when you hire that GM, part of that presentation is going to be who do you want as your head coach? And so, you know, ownership is going to have to believe in the person, right? The GM, but also, you know, they're going to have to like the coaching candidate. So as, as much as it, it kind of is a package thing, right? Because I think this is an attractive job. Now I know that they don't have the draft capital this year, but there's no opening that's going to happen in the NFL this year. That's going to be able to, provide you with a franchise quarterback like Deshaun Watson on day one. And, you know, it's, we had a good discussion in our scouting meeting yesterday about vacancies and what's the most attractive. And I think there's a more attractive destination, but this has got to be really, really high. And this should be a marquee position. This should be, this should attract somebody that's really exciting. You know, whether that's Eric Bieniemy or, Brian Dable, Robert Salo, whatever. Like, this should get the best candidates out there interested and should be an exciting opportunity for them to get Deshaun Watson because you don't normally get that as a, you know, first-year coach. If I could see – if you could see one guy go to Houston as the head coach, who would it be? It's enemy. That's the one I want to see. Are you sure? Yes. Are you positive? Yeah, tell me, tell me why I should doubt it. Here's why I like it. I mean, you're talking about – the type of offense that he runs with Kansas city and for him to go get Deshaun Watson, I think is huge. And, and I think we've all been rooting for the enemy to get that opportunity. And I, I'd, I'd love to see him check the most important box on day one. And that's have a franchise quarterback to work with the enemy for all of the craziness that like a guy like Joe judge gets a head coaching job in front of him. Yeah if you prescribe to the school of thought that things happen for a reason, the enemy is going to presumably be in a head coaching market that will feature the team with the number one overall pick because whoever flops that hard is going to fire their coach, right? What 
what team could finish with the number one overall pick and keep their head coach? Huh. That's a great question. Like realistically have the number one pick and that coach stays. Yeah. Wow. That's fun. Um, let me, let me look at the standings here. Like jets. Gase is gone. Yep. I guess you could say maybe Joe judge, but like that ownership's been bipolar for a couple years now. They haven't held on to a coach for longer than two years in like the last half decade. I don't see Minnesota getting the number one pick. No, me neither. Atlanta, no chance. Okay, I'll say two teams, and everyone can hold their rocks and tomatoes. This is just for the sake uh, of discussion. But Cincinnati, Miami Dolphins. I don't think the Dolphins are going to have the number one pick. But if they do, whether that's through Houston or through themselves. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Flo's going to stick, right? They're committed to this thing. Yes. What about Zach Taylor? Mm, that would be a different story because my whole point was – the enemy's going to have the opportunity to take, pick between a head coaching job that has Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, right, right. Okay, I see what you're saying. Potentially Justin Fields and Deshaun Watson. To be and those guys are on rookie deals, right? <laughs> Deshaun's getting 40 a season, right? That's right, different. Right. But the enemy, like, his head coaching options last year were like, go work with Daniel Jones. It's uh, okay, you know. Who else passed him over? Washington. Yeah, with Haskins. Um, the Haskins handcuff. Carolina. With Teddy. So Didn't have Teddy just, at just, the time, take, but, yeah. just take those three. Just take those three teams and now compare it to the quarterbacks that he could end up with now. Yeah, it's, I, it worked out, right? <laughs> right. And you he's going to get a job this year. Yeah, he's either getting Deshaun or a top two draft pick. He's getting Deshaun, Justin Fields, or Trevor Lawrence, right? Yes. Yes. That's got to be the case for Biennemi. Yes. And that's great for all of those quarterbacks. I was just going to leak one more name out here, Joe. Okay, leak it. Dabo. Dude. Dabo. If it <sighs> wasn't Biennemi, I'd love to see Dabo. Just because I'd love to see him take his shot at the NFL. Oh, I don't think it's going to go well if he does, man. No, probably not. And I'm not just but, trying to like but, lean into historical averages, right? Like but, typically they don't work out. Reuniting him with Deshaun would be super fun. We'd finally get to see our guy get a head coaching job, Brent Venables. Because right. he totally get promoted yeah. to head coach at Clemson. Right. Right. Dabo, <laughs> he's won national championships. He could kind of <sighs> take his shot i think there'd be a lot of fun storylines i i agree with you that the best option for deshaun from a x's and o's perspective is eric Bieniemy. but if i could have anybody that wasn't eric i'd love to see dabo take a swing i feel like we do this all the time chip kelly marcus mariota lincoln riley kyler baker like this stuff just uh it doesn't often happen and dabo just feels like a college coach to me and I know that there's like a wide ranging opinions about now, Dabo, right? Hear me out. Hear me yeah. out. Pete Carroll. Okay. Why would he, why would he move on from? No, Seattle? no, 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 no. I'm saying. Oh, Pete, college coach. Pete had all this success at USC. Granted, he was at New England for a couple of years. He had the one year with the Jets. But like, he made his hay as a, as a head coach at USC. 
very much a college coach, right? Do you think his, that his maybe USC relations? was on the brink of like a big scandal and he just got the hell out? Well, yeah, I'm sure that helped push him, but I'm just giving you an example right. of a successful quote unquote college coach. Yeah, that's that's a good one. About Barry Switzer. Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. Well, what did what did uh Jerry Jones say? There's there's a hundred other football coaches that could have had the same success that Jimmy <laughs> Johnson had. <laughs> Whatever he did, he hired Barry Switzer. And Jimmy never t- – here's a fun fact about Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson never coached at the NFL level until he was the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys in 1989. Like never had – never even like the Matt Rule one year with the Giants. No, thing. Louisiana Tech, Picayune Memorial High School in 1966, Wichita State, Iowa State, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Pittsburgh, Oklahoma State, University of Miami, Dallas Cowboys. Interesting. Going in the whole thing. So, just saying. Listen, Joe, we have talked about our affinity for Built Bar on this show plenty of times, but Built has a new product, Built Go, and it makes you the best you at whatever you do. You can break through whatever your personal wall is, whether it's mental or physical, you can break through it with Go every day. It's easy to take in a one-and-a-half-ounce package. You can stuff it in your back pocket. You can put it in your briefcase. You can put it in your golf bag. It's the best workout gel on the market. It's five-hour energy without the same crash feeling, plus it's natural, so it's better for your body. It's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. It comes in three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, or my personal favorite, chocolate mint. Built Go combines energy gel with collagen protein, which is fast absorbing, so it gets into your system fast, and it's easier on your stomach. Built Go is loaded with the good stuff, beta alanine, B3, honey, and a kick of caffeine, and it keeps you going strong with B6 and B12. Visit BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED, and you'll get 30% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED for 30% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. Parting thoughts for the people, Mr. Marino. Uh, Well, first of all, join us. Would you rather back at 730 tonight? Correct. Correct. Um, I have one for you. I'll spend the rest of my day thinking about the rest. Um. Hopefully, I, I'm anxious to see what happens with this Titan situation. Not that I really want to like dig into this, but are they going to go ahead and cancel that game? You know, like so that way we can have some clarity for this weekend, at least on uh, my end with the Bills. It doesn't seem like there's going to be a game, but it hasn't officially been canceled. Um, Any takeaways from Kyle Krabs mock draft 2.1, which came out yesterday with the second round and Friday, Friday, the third round comes out. So set your calendars accordingly. Let's react to that in real time, because let me just tell you who has not looked at the second. Oh my God, you idiot. (laughs) Uh, Josh Myers for the dolphins. Quincy Roche. Nice pick there for the jets. Uh, Oh, Eric Stokes for the Panthers. I like it. Got all these man. That's uh, it's safety central here in the run on round. safeties there in the early fours. Yeah, I see that. 40s. Uh, How about Hamilcar the char- the char the, the Chargers walked away with Alex Leatherwood and Walker Little. Both of those guys potential inside outside capabilities. Get serious about it. Oh, Let's I see go. you. I see you. Bless the Detroit Lions. Uh, Lions fans, go check this out. All right, here we go. What's uh, of course? Oh, there's the Bills pick. Okay, uh, is he good? I haven't he, watched him play. He's rangy. 
Okay. Well, that's he's what they very need. rangy. Yes. They need, they, they, they're going to need that because I don't, I mean. And he's physical. Yeah. Okay. All right. Ooh, look at that Steelers pick. You like that one. What's the play in there? Is it, what are you doing with him? Uh, I'll spoil it. It's, it's Mukuamu, the South Carolina corner. And yeah. Steelers have to make some tough decisions from a personnel and cost perspective. How old's Joe Hayden now? He's old. I think he's a free agent, too. He's, he's on the San Diego Scouts roster is what I know, which means like <laughs> his cap hit for 2021 is like $15 million. If we're trying to get T.J. Watt extended and we want to bring back Juju Smith-Schuster, I'm favoring young talent in favor of Joe Hayden, and I'm replacing him with a young guy like Mukulop. Seven second-round safeties. Yeah. I thought, I thought that landing spot for Cisco was about as good as I could find. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look at the Eagles pick. Yeah. You know nice who was little... pissed at me? Uh, 